Hey, this is Joshua Singh. I'm so excited that you took the time to be with me today. I'm going to speak into your future because I believe that you are listening because you believe you can live a life of influence inside of intimacy with Jesus. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord this evening? <laughs> Are you happy, church? You're probably looking at my shirt right now. What's this guy, cheetah? He's a cheetah. I don't know if it's cheetah or leopard, but tonight's message is going to be fast and it's going to be fierce. That's why I wore it, maybe. Are you ready? Turn to your neighbor and just say, I am buckling up tonight. <laughs> the Lord has captivated my heart. And I would like to, I was thinking today about this message. I was th thinking about the legacy that I am part of. And, you know, legacy is really the foundation in which you stand upon. And, you know, really to be frank with you, my parents that are here today, my uncle, auntie, my dad, the my family members, one of the things I can take away from their life, listen to this, pay attention. All success depends on your relationship with God. Amen. Oh, nobody, nobody hearing me. All your success depends on your relationship with God. So it's not about you being close to God or you being far away from God. It's not that. It's about are you in God or are you out of God? It's, it's, with God, there's no halfway. There's no, you get to choose one season, you're in, and you get to choose one season, you're out. No, no, no. With God, you're either in or you're out. Come on, turn to your, turn, turn to your neighbor and say, either you're in. Put my mic up because I don't think they can hear me. Put it or you're out. Come on. You probably noticed now already that I don't have a keyboard player. There's a reason I don't have a keyboard player today, giving you some emotional music in the background because tonight's message is going to hopefully captivate your heart to really hear about one thing. I feel in my spirit that our church and our young people and our old people and together as a family, we need to come together with one thing. We need to understand what it is about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. I'm a, I never preach about this message because I've never really been, uh, been I mean, I, I love the Lord and, and, I, and I understand the grace of God, the mercy, the forgiveness of God. But as the Lord started to show me and teach to me about what it is to fear the Lord, I am going to take you in this journey. Everyone say, fear the Lord. Your success depends on this. Fearing the Lord. Now, before you go all religious and you think, oh my goodness, what is this? It's going to be a hard message. You know, fearing God is the most empowering thing you can do. Well, I can only hear the pastor saying this. When you fear God wholeheartedly, you can really live an empowered life. A sinless life. Because you have become so conscious of God. I am telling you, deep down, as I 
in this COVID period, I was exposed in certain areas and I had a choice to make. And the choice was very simple. Am I going to journey with the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit? Or am I going to play religious games? Or am I just going to be fear of, you know, be fearful of man and, and submit to certain principles and certain ideas? No, 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 listen, listen. I want to tell you something. God is not interested in changing your outward as much as He is changed, wanting to change your heart. God is very, very interested in changing my heart. Come on, say this. Say, God wants to change my heart. So I want to ask you a few questions. It's going to be some really important questions. Do you really know God as He knows you? Now, that's an unlimited, infinite question. But is your heart's desire, because God knows you completely, but do you desire to God to know God like He knows you? Number one, number one. Number two, does your actions reflect your honor towards God? Does the desires of your heart reflect that you are in reverence of God? Now, now listen, younger people, I understand that, you know, we... Um, have a different dynamic relationship with God. And I've learned this from my parents. I've learned this from my grandparents. They are very, very honorable towards God. We take God, in fact, in many times, and I'm going to say it like it is, we take God very casually at times. There's a pin drop of silence today. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing on me right now. Every demon is about to manifest in this place tonight. I'm sick of playing games. And our generation is dying because young people don't fear God and old people don't want to teach the fear of God. And I'm not talking from a rule, routine. I'm not talking from a very controlling perspective. The fear of God is not controlling. The fear of God is empowering. What did I say? You, you, you are empowered. I'm seeing how casual we are. No, no, I'm not saying that... You, God wants you to live your life in freedom. Come on, somebody. God wants you to live, enjoy your life. God does not want me to be boxed in, in a certain place and He doesn't want me just to live, live the way, you know, uh, um, other people say, no, no, He wants me to live the best life. God has the best plan for my life. Come on. God has a plan for your life that is so great, far more great than you can ever imagine or think. But why is it that we are not living their life? Let's open our Bibles. Proverbs 22, verse 4. I'm going to show you the fear of the Lord, right? Proverbs 22, 4. I want you to really pay attention, church. This is such an important message. Put it up, put it up, put it up, bro. By, no, 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 put it in CSB. I want a CSB. I'm going to teach this message tonight. I'm telling you, I, I can tell you stories after stories how God is really doing stuff in our me and Kajal's life. Humility and the fear of the Lord. Everyone say results. Say the word results. The word results is an outcome, is a byproduct, is a fruit of humility and fear of the Lord. Listen, three things happen. Wealth, everyone say wealth, wealth. Honor, honor, and life. Come on, say that louder. Say wealth, wealth. Honor, honor, and life. The foundation of your success is not the love of God. 
That's one part of it. But the foundation of your success is the fear of God. Your relationship with God really, really matters. I'll tell you a few things now. If we take our prayer life casually, if we take our reading Bible casually, if we sit down at home and we say, it's okay, I'll, you know, like, I'll do when God, you know, when, when, I'm, when I need to. When you have that kind of mentality, okay, is that reflecting you fearing God? No. Right? Simple, right? If I am, if I, if I don't honor God with my time, how can my time be honored? Simple thing for young kids as well. Listen, listen kids, watch this, listen to this. You, you, the parents are going to love what I'm about to say. And I can tell you out of my own experience, this is, this is true. I've been convicted, I've been grasped, captivated. How you respect you and honor your parents, that shows how much you fear God. Okay. This is, this is in the Word. You read, you read, it says, honor your mother and father so that you will live long in the land that God's given you. Very simple. Let me break it down even further for many if you don't get it. If you talk back to your parents, something's wrong in your heart. Now listen, I have talked back many times to my parents. Sometimes they slap me left, right, center. I used to get bells, I used to get wooden spoon, and I used to get a lot of things. But I learned one thing as I grew older. Listen to this. Just because I talk, did, don't talk back to them as I grow older, I have to now watch my heart towards my parents. If in my heart is rebellion, if in my heart is dishonor, if in my heart there's no respect, then I cannot experience the fear of the Lord. I'm telling you, I don't, I'm telling you, I have so much success behind me. Not just because of my parents and generations. I have learned the secret. This is the secret weapon, I'm telling you. Humility, the fear of the Lord, results in wealth, honor, and life. Everyone say, wealth, honor, and life. Proverbs 9.10. Let's, let's open that verse together. Let's open that verse together. It says, what does it say? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Right? Job 28, 28. I love Job 28, 28. You know why? Because I'm 28 years old. And my birthday's on the 28th. So I'm like, it's perfect. You know, it's a perfect year, verse for the year. And I really felt captivated when the Lord told me this, this, this evening, this afternoon actually. He said, listen, Josh, this is your verse for the rest of the year. Fear, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to turn from evil is understanding. I'm not talking about your outward actions. Please, church, I, please. Listen, I'm not talking about your outward actions tonight. I'm talking about your heart. Your intentions. I'm talking about your motives. I'm talking about the stuff that comes out of your heart. Pastor my dad, you preach a beautiful message this morning. Come on, how many people love the message this morning? He preached, he said, if your heart is sick, your life is sick. That hit me. I was like, God, that hit me. Let's open that verse again. Jeremiah 79. Tonight's going to be scripture. There's only one hallelujah. I'm sorry for everyone who's being hit right now. 
79. Come on, where's the, where, I need the team. It says the heart is deceitful above all things, all else, right? It says the heart is deceitful. Somebody can read it for me in, in Jeremiah 79. 17 verse 9. My dad's going to read it today. Oh, no, 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 don't worry. It says, okay, is it up there? I Okay, it says, listen, the heart is more deceitful than anything else and incurable. Oh, it's incurable. Who can understand your heart? And that's why the Bible says, what do you say? It says, what do you say, Johnny? Come on, tell them. Guard your heart. Where does that come from? Proverbs 4.23. It says, guard your heart. Jesus is saying, God is saying, the wisdom is this, guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of your life. So you have issues in your heart because your heart is sick. And when your heart is sick, listen to this, young people, listen to me. I need everyone's attention. When your heart is sick, your perceptions are warped, your values are warped, your ideas are warped, your relationships are warped. Everything is affected when your heart is sick. Somebody say amen! amen. I have to get some people's attention. Ronald, you are one of the most healthiest leaders in our ICLC. I'll tell you why. Because your relationship with your wife and your kids is very healthy. I've seen it. I've seen you grow. And I'm like, this guy's a healthy leader. I, that's why you see, sister Sunita, you're blessed because you're under leadership. Now, let me go to another thing to say. If we cannot honor leadership in our house, in our family, if we don't honor leadership in the people God has, God, the people God has placed over us to guide us and to align us, then you dishonoring God. Uh, this church is going to be filled from next Sunday, man. Hallelujah. This message is going to hit people tonight, man. Come on. Is this convicting anyone this morning? This evening, sorry? I'm in different time zones. I like the silence. Let's be silent and think. Think about your life. I've been learning about the flow of God. I've been learning how to flow in the Spirit. I've been learning, and I want to teach every young person this. Very simple. You can't flow with God if you're not connected to God. If you're not connected to the power source. So many of us have been plugged into God, but the power switch is not on. Many of people have tasted and seen God's goodness, but we reluctantly and rebelliously, we are consistently being far away from God. I'm looking you in the eye today. Listen to this. We must learn to fear God. You will ruin your life if you don't learn the secret. I have seen people go very high in life and fall. I'm very grateful for my mom and dad. I, pray, I was pray, just the, in the, during worship. I'm very grateful to my uncle. I'm very grateful to my dad, Ali. I'll tell you why. And all the people connected, I'll tell you. They are full of integrity. You know what integrity is? You do what you say, and you say what you do. And only God can change your heart to that posture. And it takes a lot of discipline. I was meeting with, a, this, I don't know, maybe I've talked about this, this Jewish guy to, in, in, in some messages. I've met one Jewish guy. He was a rabbi, and he was, you know, a very religious guy. 
But you know what I learned from his life? I took something away from his life. Although he may not have, although he may say he's have a relationship with God, they were very principled people. They had principles and values. You know, when, when I hear preachers saying, um, the world has come into the church, I used to disagree with that. But I think I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you what has come into the church. Dishonor has come into the church. Disunity has come into the church. Those things have come into the church and they're destroying families. Somebody say amen. So these are the things, so these are the things the world is having and this is what's coming in the church. Like, is this the kind of family you want to be part of? Is this the kind of legacy you want to be part of? Where we are bickering and battering? 2021 is a new year. We don't have time to waste. People are looking at us and they are seeing whether or not we really have a relationship with God. You cannot say you love God and your life is just like them. Hallelujah. I'm, I don't want to control. I don't want to restrict. I don't want to, uh, please, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not condemning anyone. I'm telling you the state of affairs. I'm saying it as it is. Our heart must be inclined to God. Listen to this, Proverbs chapter two. Let's read, I want to, uh, this is not even my message right now, but I want I feel like going to this. Proverbs chapter two. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, listening closely, verse two, to wisdom, everyone say wisdom, and directing your heart to understanding. Furthermore, if you call out to insight, 0800 insight, when was the last time you dialed insight? When was the last time you called out to God for insight rather than depending on your own strength? And lift up your voice to understanding. If you seek it like silver and you search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. I'm going to ask you another question. How do you value God in your life? What place, another question, what place does God have in your life? Is he number three? Number 3.5? Is he 1.5? Or is he one? Is he the number one thing in your life? Pay attention. If God is not first in your life, everything you do in your life will have no meaning. Everything we do in life, we're doing it because we want to attain success. We want to attain or leave something behind for legacy. You know the number one thing you can leave behind is how you lived your life with God. How many people are hungry for the Lord? Come on, lift your hands if you're hungry for the Lord. Okay, 80%. How many people want to see the manifest presence of God? How many people feel the presence of God right now? Lift your hands. You know why we're feeling the presence of God right now? Because we're talking about something that honors Him. 
We talk a lot. I love the Lord. I, if you start talking about the love of God, I, I, I just, that's, that's one of my favorite topics. I love the mercy. I love the forgiveness. But when was the last time we talked about the fear of the Lord? We need to understand that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen? Come on, amen? Okay, so, so, so let's, let's, let, let me give you some practical advice and, and, and the word from the word. Uh, Psalms 34, verse 11 to 14, and, and we're going to land here. Right? Is God up? Okay, let's ask, ask me this question. I'm going to ask you this question. Is God a part of your life or is God your life? Everyone for the first one, lift your hands. Is God a part of your life or is God your life? Number one. Number two. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. I'm glad people got that. No, I'm serious. Because people, a lot of people think that he's just like a part of my life. So if he's a part of your life, is God the God of your work? Is God also in your work, in your family? Isn't it? Is he in your church? He's in your every realm, right? God is in every realm of your life, right? If he's only a part of your life, that means he's only in your room, in your closet, in your war room. Praying with you. You see what I'm saying? God is integrally part of every, every aspect of your life. He's part of when you're doing your exam. You know, you can cheat in your exam with the Lord, you know? I didn't do that, but I can't, you know? I can tell you. You know, you can be in business and God can give you advice and he can whisper, do this. I've been believing God for some big things. And the Lord is telling me one thing, son, if you fear me, everything results in honor, wealth, and life. Everything. Let's, let's read Psalm 34, verse 11 to 14. Come, children, listen to me. Oh, turn to your neighbor and say, listen to me. It's different when there's no music today. No, it's quiet, man. (laughs) Come, children. Everyone say, listen to me. Children say, sorry. (laughs) Parents say to your children, listen to me. (laughs) Shekinah, listen to mom and dad. Uh, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Next verse. Who is someone who desires to live... Uh, desires life, loving a long life to enjoy what is good. Lift your hands up. Is that the question? No, no. Put it, put it back. Put it back. Who is someone? Who's that someone? Is that you? Or only? Come on, church. Lift your hands up. Who wants to see good life? Come on, long life. Praise the Lord. Next verse. Keep your tongue from evil. Oh my God, Dad, you spoke about this morning. This about this morning as well. He said, every, you know how Christians are negative people, some of them. All they talk about is negative things. This is not working in my life. Oh, that's not going in my life. This person said that to me. Oh my God, I'm just not getting blessed. I've been praying, fasting 21 days. Jesus, man, not in my life. What is this fasting? What's this prayer? My life has come to an end. Uh, you know, I'm COVID. I don't even have a job. What's, this, what's coming out of your mouth? 
I have no purpose. I'm not significant. The church doesn't value me. I come and play. Oh, I do this. I do that. I don't like my... What's that? Negativity. Can't keep your tongue from evil and your lips. Ooh, everyone say lips. Everyone have different style of lips, right? Some people also put boutiques on their lips, right? What is that? What do you... Botox, sorry. Some people need a lip job when they really should have a heart job. Sorry. Sorry. I'll come down a little. Um, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceitful speech. You know, listen to this. Listen to me right now. If you sow seeds of dissension, you are going to hell. I'll just say it like it is. If you sow seeds of mockery and bitterness and you're sowing seeds to break other people's relationships, you, my friend, need deliverance. Hallelujah. Oh, this is high. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Turn away from evil. That's the second one. And do what is good. That's actions. Actions. Come on, actions. That means for me, when I see, when I have to go and clean my dishes, I need to be cleaning my dishes. I'm just leaving there for my mother. I know I'm convicted in that aspect of my life. I'm changing. The Lord's changing me. Slowly, but steady. One day the Lord will tell me, whenever you go to somebody's house, now you have to clean everybody's dishes, you know? I'm waiting for that day. He has not spoken to me yet, but when I go to Uncle Munesh's house and the Lord's like, you stand up and do your dishes, son, I'll be convicted in my heart. I have to do it, you know? Hmm. Seek peace. Everyone say, seek peace. And pursue it. Seeking peace is very important. Listen, in, in disunity, what you need to rectify and reconcile is peace. If you don't, if you have an issue with someone in the church, in the family, say it like it is, sort it out, you know, deal with it. Like, what makes us different than any other family out there if we don't fix our issues? Amen? You know, listen to this, pay attention, pay attention. It takes you build more trust and respect for one another when you deal your issues. When you talk your heart, you, deal, you, you, you have more honor for each other. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. So if any of you have an issue, feel free with me to come and speak to me. Hallelujah. First Peter 2, verse 17. We're going to finish with this. Uh, you can bring the keys on the stage uh, Keyboard player now, Jaden. Thanks. Is there anyone getting anything from this message? Come on. Honor everyone. Say that. Honor everyone. This is part of the fear of the Lord, by the way. Honor everyone. Love the brothers and sisters, which is saying, it's in, in the NET translation, says, Love the family of God. It says, Fear God. Everyone say, Fear God. Honor the emperor. That's meaning honor your government. Like, I've been convicted in that aspect as well. I don't necessarily like the decisions being made in our country right now, but I have to honor. Maybe God puts people that we don't like to prove to us what is in our heart. Maybe COVID was a blessing in disguise to expose what's really going on in your heart because you know how much time during COVID you really spend with the Lord. 
<laughs> I spend a lot of time on Netflix. I'm openly admitting. I was, I was maybe medicating my life away when I really should have been praying and seeking God for what next steps are. I was getting fat when I should have been eating broccoli and chicken. Then I had to pay $1,000 to get on a plan to help me get back in shape. Sometimes you have to pay the price. I'm just telling you. Turn to your neighbor and say, pay the price. I'm learning from my brothers in soccer. And on our Thursday night, I get to play with some boys and we get to kick around. I just love hitting the goalies. I, that's my job. I love hitting the goalkeeper. I just, unfortunately, Ronil is there. He's, man, it's funny, eh? I get very fierce. Kajal loves playing soccer with me as well. It's unbelievable how girls, when they play soccer, you know, they start doing weird stuff. It's like ballerina dancing at the air. I want to take you to soccer training one day with me. Anyways, what was I saying? Anyways, I totally forgot. Um, huh? What was I saying? Honorable people. Why was I saying that? Oh, there's a reason behind it. Anyways. I want to go to this one verse, okay? This is very important. Psalms 119, verse 30. This is how we're going to develop the fear of the Lord in our church, in our ministry, in our homes. Okay, put it up, guys. Psalm 119, 130. I love it. I, love, I just love it. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Na, 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 na. Psalm 119, 130, verse 130. This is also good, but 130. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Wow, look at this. The revelation of your words brings light and gives understanding to the inexperienced. Now, young people, we're very inexperienced with life. We need the Word of God because it's bringing in light. If you're not in God's Word, you are in darkness. If you're not in God's Word spending time with Him, you have the potential of just missing your life. You, you, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Father to guide us, to align us, to direct us. Amen? 